Hey there, welcome to Gravity Strange, a Tad Falls podcast. Oh, yay, Matt did the thing I always do. Welcome back to Strange Gravity Falls time, the episode that you like to love. I'm your host, one of them, Joe. I'm the other host, the other one, Mr. Red Scarf. And that's it. Oh. Welcome to our two-person podcast. Uh, I'm only antagonist. only two people. I'm a villain. <gasps> Whoa! Dun, dun, dun. I'm what here is? to stop you from hosting a podcast. <laughs> oh no, Mister Wrinkles! <laughs> oh, Mister Wrinkles, the old man from down the street. That's Ooh, why I God. wear this scarf all the time. It's to hide the heinous. Oh no! Skin damage. That's Mister Wrinkles. The only warning totem against my wrinkles. <laughs> I don't I don't like this bit. Can we stop this bit? It's a bit welcome, scary to me. Welcome to Tad Strange, episode 21, or 201. We'll probably do it like that. Oh, I think I'm going to have to go back so and rename all sense. of the episodes, because I went like 1 through 20, and now we're in episode This is two. episode 21. Why can... I could just keep going like Even that. on just the put, simplest thing putting, ever. Start putting a colon in between the numbers. The oh, that's notice. perfect. 21, 22. That's perfect. Until we get to like 210 but, but for what some about, reason. But what about episodes 1 through 9? What does he do there? Uh, I just nothing. delete the numbers and replace them with, with colons. colons. Emojis. Emojis. <laughs> well, welcome back to Scaryoki. Uh, is the name of the episode we're going to be talking about today. Uh, season 2, episode Uno, with a whole bunch of big revealios. Also, um, welcome back to Tad Strange after, what, like a six-month hiatus Roughly. that we took or something like that? It's been I was hibernating, weird. so I don't remember. Trevor's been hibernating. Minutes equal I've to six hot months. It's been like cold months. Six hot cross And buns. Matthew has been percolating. Oh yeah! But now that we are all fully grown, yep, we're ready to jump right back into this stuff that we do. Yeah. How, so, how there do we you do go, this, Trevor? Wait, that, wait, here's your part well, where you tell us what yep. we do. What, what do we What do we do here on this podcast? I, I think we start. You forgot raiding. So who are we going to raid right now? Oh, okay. Oh, we're we're going to go raid cast. I got you. Raid cast. Raid cast. The Owl Clan and take all of their Feathers. Man, children. So honestly, oh. it's been like Whoa. such a really long time. I am unfamiliar with like my recent ratings of things. So this is going to be like the first three episodes as far as my ratings. Because I don't even know. Um, I, I think I'll give this a B and just be safe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Be safe. Uh-huh. I think that's solid. I also would give it a B. It has some fun parts, no really great parts. Mm-hmm. Some stuff mm-hmm. feels a little forced because it's like the welcome back after their own like year and a half hiatus or something like that between yeah, seasons. True. So they got to cram a whole bunch of stuff in, and sometimes it doesn't work out completely perfectly. But it's, it's a decent episode. It's a B minus from me, bruh. Hmm. It could okay, have been okay. a little bit better. This plot kind of sucked, but there was some there was some good tidbits in there in the <laughs> potatoes. Hmm. I was like, "Oh, look, here's some potatoes. Oh, look, there's a tidbit," and I ate it. And it like was bacon good. and sour cream tidbits. Nope, just a tidbit. What what was it's, it made it's of? A, it's a bit of tid. <laughs> Poor tid. Mm. He fell in the potato pod. Oh, Wait, no. so if it's the good part, is it yeah, the potato he... podcast? So maybe it's a tad bit. 
Oh. These are the things that we want to quit. This is uh, the reason the why we haven't been here in six months. <laughs> yeah. Every time to we avoid we've, this, we've actually tried every to make another episode a bad joke. a dozen times. Mm-hmm. I've started with a bad joke every single time, and we've just every canceled. time there is a bad joke, we get They've locked away. away for one but, day in podcast. But we're out of cassette tapes, so this we have to keep this take because this is our last cassette tape. Podcastatory, yeah, yeah. Podcastatory. That was a great joke. Nobody even recognize uh, that's when you like take the uh the people who didn't like the uh people making the american revolution and then you put them on audio recording and then have people listen mm, so, podcastatory none of this has anything to do with the potatoes and the tidbits none at all and those have nothing to do okay so no with... let's let's talk about the potatoes of this episode what yeah. was this episode just kind of made of sure what so overall scarioki is um Dipper is finally gets talked to by secret agents who show up, and yep. he's all like, "Yay, someone's gonna believe me!" Man. And Grunkle stands like, "Grr, I don't like the government." Yeah, <laughs> and, and so then Stan continues to do secret stuff behind their back, and then they do a Gravity Falls reopening party. At said party, Dipper contacts the agents and asks them to ask them to come and. So he can show them a whole bunch of stuff. He takes out the journal, shows it to them, and they're like, we don't believe you. So they start walking away. So Dipper accidentally raises a whole bunch of zombies with a curse that he just reads out of the book because he's a dum-dum. So then they get back to the party, um, and they everyone runs away. And then Dipper, Mabel, and Stan have to sing a three-part harmony to defeat the zombies. And at the end, Stan reveals... I knew about all the magic all the time, and it was inside of you, and it was love. That's not true. That's not canon. It was the and friends we made along the way. It was the friends we made along the way. That was the magic in inside the punch bowl. Yep. And that's it. It's really straightforward. Yeah. N- yeah. Not a lot is. happens. There's a, yeah. I mean, a couple cool reveals. Um, like the name of the guy who's obsessed with free pizza. His name is Pizza Guy. Pizza yeah, Guy. Big. That was Official. a twist. I that was did not see like coming. a deep that was lore some reveal. M Night Shyamalan, like twist. M Night Sh- 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 Pizza Guy. M Night Charmin, <laughs> the quicker picker. Mo- mozzarella Night. <laughs> what? <laughs> is he in my tidbits? Get out it's of actually here. the next mozzarella episode. We had Scarioki here Whoa. and part two of this uh, horror episode. Is mozzarella Nights? Mozzarella Nights. Mozzarella <laughs> The Italian vampire. What? <laughs> it's a me. Is I'm mozzarella Nights? Garlic night? just makes me more powerful. Mozzarella <laughs> oh, Nights? No, is that would be terrible. From oh, Italy. No. Uh, so. Okay, so. I think if we're talking about the potatoes of this episode, the stuff that was kind of um, relatively bland um, and not super exciting, to mm-hmm. me, there wasn't a whole bunch with the town getting together. I think, again, we're afflicted by the, um, shoot, the gobblewonker gathering of the town okay. where there's people who are doing things, but none of them... Nothing nothing really stuck on me as characters were thrown my way to remind me of who the town is made up of. I, I kind of like remembered, oh yeah, that's that guy. And he does this and oh oh there's that T 
teenager yeah. texts everyone. She texts everyone. That's a really good point. I think there I, wasn't I, very much new here. It was mostly just the potatoes of the town, which if you're away for a year and a half, maybe that's okay. We were only away for six months. It was less okay to me. Yeah, it, it's definitely good to have a run through them, but I think what they could have done is they could have introduced all the characters and then used them because their introductions were fantastic. And if this was an episode where you get to see, like, I don't know, Tom, Thompson and Sandra Jimenez, like, having to team up to do oh, a that would sick be, that would be pretty cool. pun against Tamri. I, I don't know what I'm talking about, but you had all these great character introductions and then they never get used. They kind of just show up be like, hey, remember our zany cast of characters, and then they just run away. Oh my gosh, that that would actually be absolutely amazing if during the zombie apocalypse you you paired up like odd combinations of the yeah. townspeople yep. that had to then outwit or fight the zombies. And yeah, that was able to show something that you kind of introduced them with. Like, I don't it know, sounds incredible. Thompson throws him sh- throws his shirt at a zombie, and it wraps around yep. their head, and so. So then Sandra swings her, I don't know, microphone at it, and they get away. Sure. Yeah, Perfect. I didn't really get why everybody just kind of disappeared. Yeah, they they Dude, dropped like, off. The party. Earthquake! The party. Yay, party, and then everybody was just gone. But it's Earthquake. Well, no, the zombies showed up. That's yeah, why they all but, ran away. But Yeah, they didn't know really that. show that. It's just zombies, and then he runs back to Mystery Shack, and nobody's there. Mm. It's, I mean, they all yeah, ran away because of panic. They ran away because of the, earth, the earthquake. Or what they thought was an earthquake. So, but that's implied. I don't like when things are implied. I like when they're yeah, that, told. it's really true. This is a TV show, not an implied show. I see. I think implied is good, but there was no clear like connection because when there's an earthquake, you you don't really have anywhere to run. You don't kind of got into the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Also, the forests are dangerous. The double dipper, the party in double dipper, was a much better party and a much better exploration of all kinds of different characters um if you remember that that's where we met pacifica that's i think also where we met candy and grenda for the first time i believe so yes and the party was much smaller and it was much more believable at the same time it was still the same basic thing where stan's just doing a money grab but that was a much better one this party we never actually got to see it going other than um sheriff and deputy having fantastic karaoke yeah but i had a lot of high hopes when the party started because all the characters were there yep and i was like yes you got the teens you got candy and grenda you got wendy's weird dad who has barrels full of meat yes like i wanted this Mm -hmm. to happen and then the zombie show was like heck yes like Mm -hmm. 80s party zombie battle perfect but then everybody disappears (laughs) and then it got a whole bunch smaller yeah i think gravity falls can have two types of episodes that can both do well. You can either do a large scale one, kind of like uh, the, uh, what was it? The gas station, I forget what uh, that episode was the called. The Inconveniencing. Thank you. For the, the Inconveniencing was a great, of a larger group of people doing stuff, but that was still only like six, I want to say, maybe seven. Um, yeah, seven people. Yeah. Or you can have smaller stories, like, I honestly don't mind the story that's going on between the three of them right now, but you never got enough time to see it all play out. You didn't get to see Mabel um, pushing, like, I really want to do this. This is really important to me. I'm Mabel. I'm whiny. Um, like, oh, I feel like she would. <laughs> Stay away and, from my girl. Sorry. She, she, yeah. 
she would though. But uh, and you don't get to see Stan. You don't really believe him. He doesn't get enough time to be cranky and like pushing against all the magic. And Dipper, also, he yeah. Why is he up at the party hosting, making money, and the next second down under the chat? Yeah, it just it's there's a break away for two minutes and everything just goes away. I'm okay with even people running away if a few stayed behind, but nobody stayed behind. Zeus was kind of there. But yep. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, maybe you could say that um, he wanted to get things in order because now he knows that he's being investigated. So he's mm-hmm. trying to clean stuff up um, so that the agents don't continue to notice. Um, but Which makes perfect sense. Everything was just so decentralized in this episode. Like, the the agents kind of did their stuff in their own sphere. Stan did his stuff in his own sphere. Yeah. Um, The party was going on in its own thing. Each individual character was doing their own thing. No one really got together for any sort of actual character development. They kind of just dropped some exposition two-thirds of the way through in the attic room. And that was it. And the the exposition was fine. It was forced, but... And they could have done it better, for sure. Um but I'm honestly, I'll give them a little bit of a pass because they they kind of just have to drop it. Um, but I don't know. They they could have done a whole bunch better. They could have made either a deep dive into a few characters or a fun romp with a whole bunch. But they set up. They spent so much time introducing this amazing cast of characters and so much time introducing this crazy thing that was going to happen, and then the incredible cast of characters never got to experience the crazy thing that was happening. Yeah, I feel like it's uh, mostly summed up right. The the whole episode for me, that the, the way that you described it, is summed up for me in that moment when uh, Grunkle Stan was fighting off the zombies and he ran upstairs um, and then threw the, the grandfather clock down on the zombies and then, and then got in. And I'm going to like jump right into the favorite jokes section of this podcast because mm-hmm. my favorite joke would have been literally anything having yeah. to be a pun with with the grandfather clock that he could have said when he threw it down on the zombies anything mm. there's a lot of possibilities there mm-hmm. nothing was said and i'm kind of upset yeah he could have said your bells ringing or yeah. it looked like your time the bell tolls for you zombie Here's man some <laughs> clock or have this to your face. <laughs> what time is it? Pa- fall. Time for you to. Time for this clock to fall down the stairs. <laughs> yes! Party is over. Like it's my bedtime. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> anything. Oh, wait, yeah. I got more. Uh, <laughs> stairs are there. Clock Ooh. is on your Ooh. head. Die. Oh. It's not a good one. Man, Show I yourself write for TV. It's <laughs> time for me to sleep. Show yourself the clock. What are you doing here at this hour? <laughs> there we go. That's so good. Oh, I was trying to be bad with the rest of them, but I couldn't. That one was all. That was solid. Yeah, it. Yeah, just like that. Clock. There were some missed opportunities. I honestly didn't get. It. I I really like the scene where Uncle Stan just shows up and kicks butt. It's yeah. pretty phenomenal. I'm slightly but it's confused not on why he comes up from the basement and is immediately like bloodied and beat up. <laughs> Yeah. Like, he gets there, his clothes are already ripped. Like, what were you doing downstairs? Also, why are you wearing a different colored suit? Because yours was black and this one is blue. Mm. Really? Did, you change? Did that happen? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh. Unless uh, they I did put a that. weird, like, creepy filter over everything, so we might just. Yeah, put it on. Okay, I, yeah, I think it was just like dust. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they really could have leaned into the like '80s synth uh, zombie apocalypse thing because when yeah. they did that, it was super fun. Like the disco ball and all kinds of other stuff. They could have played that up and just kept throwing jokes upon jokes upon jokes on that and just stoked the fire of comedy, but they didn't. They backed off. They gave some exposition. Eh. And they yeah. lit a match somewhere else. Yeah. It's a, stoking it's a the fire strange they episode. Um, anything you love in this episode? Um, the very beginning scene, uh, Mabel holding up the grappling hook being a callback to the last episode. There's probably more in that scene that are, is also callbacks to like the previous season. But when Mabel's sleeping, um, as, as Grunkle Stan is turning on the machine in the, in the pre, uh, intro scene, um, that's, I really like that. Just the placement. It's obvious. You see it. You're like, Hey, grappling hook. She <laughs> saved with that. Um, that's great. Uh, I loved the not free on the poster for the <laughs> yes. karaoke. That was, <laughs> really that was great. Um, I think that the twists were good. You know what I didn't like? What, we're not on that. Oh. <laughs> you know what I like? <laughs> we're in positive town. You, know no, what I like. you, you can say what you hate. Oh, I hated that Wendy knew where all of Grunkle Sam's stuff was. She has no mm. reason to have ever been in his bedroom or near his bedroom, so there's no reason mm. she would have known. If anybody would have known, it would have been the twins who, this might yeah. come to or surprise Seuss. to some I could people, see live with him. Yeah. Yeah, either them or I could see, if she had said, like, Seuss told me that he keeps everything yeah, here, I would have believed that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes perfect nice. like because nice. Seuss knows Seuss is an all powerful, all knowing yeah. being. Okay, yeah, also no, you know what I really liked. Pipes, so. <laughs> you know what I really, really liked. What do you like? Oh, this is it. You're giving me the journal. What else do you want? A kiss? I'll take <laughs> a kiss. <laughs> and Seuss is just standing there. I'll so take good. a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> so good. No. no. Oh. And then it was well. quiet. Because yeah. cause that's... I'm still trying to think of clock poems. <laughs> <laughs> so, catch there's... these hands. Oh, I get it, because clocks have hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, finally, it's the year after 30 years. Probably should have worn pants. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. That was really good. That was yep. good. Yep. Um... We're going exactly where dead. I expected. Like, I, I didn't yeah. like that either, where he's like, we're going exactly where I expected. Gravity falls. It's like, if you expect it, then why aren't you there already? Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. They, they could have. I guess that's true. They could have either, A, done a much deeper dive into the agents and shown them, like, shown Nick Offerman trying to convince his boss that, like, this is where the craziness is happening. And that's how you open your thing. And then at the and end of it, you cut to Stan opening up, like turning on the machine back to that and then going back. Or you just cut to him right after the uh, whole title sequence, just closing the door to the uh, 
vending machine. So you have this whole thing like there's something crazy going on here. There's something crazy. It's right under our noses. And then yeah. title sequence come out of it. Boom, right there. Exact transition to it. And then when you have them show up, you know a whole bunch more. But they they tried to keep it too mysterious. But then it there's no reason we want to know about it other than the fact that it's mysterious, if that makes sense. Like, they don't have any stakes other than they might find out what Grunkle Stan is doing, but we don't know necessarily why that would be bad. They'd probably stop it, and he doesn't... Yeah, I, if this hmm. had happened without us knowing that Grunkle Stan was doing anything, if agents just showed up at the mystery shack, that would be a much cooler reveal. If this had happened, like, last season, okay. the first time the agents show up, and then we don't know what's going on, and then at, in the finale, you find out Stan is building this machine in the basement, and so the agents were right, that would be a solid reveal. But right now, I personally don't care about the agents, and I don't feel like they have any sort of stake. It's setting up something that's going to be coming down the pipeline real, really quick, because they escape, and they're like, oh, this place is crazy, we gotta convince everyone. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't stand on its own, if that makes sense. I don't, other than the fact that the agent is voiced by Nick Offerman. Yep. The, I'm, I don't care about the agents. Yeah. A very ugly man. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe we can just get rid of the entire town coming to the party and the party yeah. doesn't actually go in full swing yet. Maybe we can still have the, um, Toby uh, determined trying to yep. take the picture with the cinder block yep. and still have the scene of, of introducing the party. But by removing all of the actual party that's happening, you can give a little bit more time to Mabel saying how excited she is yeah. to do the karaoke or to, to have this eighties themed, whatever blacklight. Um, yep. And then you can give a lot of time and maybe switch things up. Like you said, for the agents to have, for us to have more of a desire for the agents Definitely. to find out what's happening. Definitely. Or at least more of an understanding so that we have a better reveal at the end. Yep. Or, I mean, you, you have it be kind of like the... You can you can copy completely from Double Dipper and just have it be that Dipper leaves his spot to go and investigate Stan, to go and get the business card to call the agents. And because he leaves, everything starts going bad at the party. And so the teens are like, this is lame, let's peace out. And then everyone else just starts leaving the party of their own accord because the party's lame, because Dipper isn't doing his job, because he's investigated the mystery. So then you have points to Stan where it's like, stop messing around with the supernatural stuff, you're just messing up our lives. You should focus more on like the here and now and the actual stuff that matters. So then you have a point to Stan's actual point and that's a lot of points that's a lot of points and then you <laughs> you get the entire town out of there without doing it and you don't need an introduction scene either you can just like zoom into the like party tonight thing and then zoom out of it and boom you're at the party and everyone's there and you do a little thing past of like different people doing crazy dances and stuff and then you have the exact same thing but they invested way too much time in reintroducing the secondary characters of the town and not enough time on building an actual coherent plot or a moral or any sort of hook um because throughout the whole thing i i didn't care a lot i did it was cool to see stan punch zombies yeah, yeah that was yeah. the best yeah, part like it, the best funny. part was stan fighting zombies for a few minutes yep it's a, it's funny you should say that they should have um, just copied um, 
Double Dipper. First of all, because Double Dipper was oh. about the copy machine. Oh, Second no. of all, because Stan copies the journal with mm-hmm. the copying machine from Double Dipper. Correct. Which also makes me a little confused why the pages didn't come to life, but maybe mm. they just went the way of Paper Jam Dipper and offer mm-hmm. them into themselves. Ooh! Nice. Nice, nice, nice. See, it's that easy to make puns. They should have done one for the clock. Come on. Uh, that was like immediately right there. I was I was doing the whole the whole I thought all that was gonna be funny out of my mouth was gonna be the, the copier thing and making that note of, of it's the same copier from Double Dipper. And then Offerman just came out just of left right field. In. Yeah, Stan could have pushed push the tower down and then like turned his face and now he's Samuel Jackson. And he's like, yep. Tom's up, mother flipper. <laughs> that would have been a great twist. Oh, man. Stan, Uncle Uncle Stan's actually Samuel Jackson. That would have been yeah. a good twist. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm coming and watching this episode as someone who has seen it and kind of knows the twists and turns. But you did say that the twist hit well. Um, and I'm, I'm really curious, Trevor, because this, I think, was the first time you've watched this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like... Were there any twists or reveals that you thought were good or well done or interesting? Um, <coughs> not really. Oh. <laughs> I gained no new information about the world of Gravity Falls through this episode. Mm-hmm. I already knew about the underneath the Mystery Shack machine. Mm-hmm. We already knew about the journals. They just retconned them for whatever reason. I mean, Wait, I guess... He just got it back. He lost it at the very oh, end yeah. of last season. He gets it back at the yep. very beginning of this season, which means mm-hmm. no risk, no foul. Yeah. Um, and then well, the only thing I guess you learn is like the black light reveals exterior pages. I mean, uh, hidden messages within like the pages. Yep. So that That's opens a, up a whole new thing. Yeah, but it's like, oh, cool. We weren't even done investigating the journal, and you added a twist. The really yeah. There's there's also um in both comedy and well Tragic. I mean you can do it. Yeah. Eh. I'm trying to decipher the best way to approach this. Basically when you're writing um whether you're running where whether you're writing a book or a TV show or running a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, you always want to have keys and you always want to have boxes for them to to unlock. And when you unlock the box, hey look it's another key. I wonder what it goes to. So the kind of basically presenting something and then having it pay off later. There's a thousand different ways to talk about it. But at the very beginning of the show, we get the reveal that Stan has this crazy thing going on in the basement. Then throughout the entire time, he said, there's no magic, there's no magic, you're just an imaginative young boy. And then here it's revealed that actually he does know about it. So we got kind of half of it, and Dipper still doesn't know about the thing in the basement. Well, I mean, we already knew he believed in it. He just was lying to Dipper. So the information Correct. wasn't given to us, it was given to Dipper. Correct. Yeah, so, but now it's been let out of the box. So what tension is there left? They re- they introduced new tension, and they tried to with the agents. Um, I think they it, it kind of works, um, but they could have done better. They, the, there's yeah, definitely the a possibility of paying agents. off really well. Yeah, there, there's a possibility of them building a whole bunch on this and it coming turning out great. Um, but personally, 
I don't get the same amount of tension from being like, oh, there's a mysterious government agency that knows about the mystery shack as I do like this dude is lying to his family right to their face and is doing stuff right below their feet. And what is this crazy thing that he's doing? So that's been a little bit let out. You still don't know exactly what he's doing. Uh, Trevor, is that, does that still grab you? I guess the, the wanting to know what Stan is doing with that crazy machine in the basement. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, I want to know what's going on with it and why it's giving off an energy signal large enough that the U.S. government found it and thought it was alien. Mm. But I didn't learn anything about it at all this episode. I'm in the same place I was at the end of last season. It wasn't explained or described. It just had more lights and it shows it as a cipher on it. So, cool. Mm. But it, it's like, okay. I'm glad we're back at square one. It might just be because... I think a lot of this episode is because they did have that really long break and they needed to show people where they were. Yeah. I think we would have gotten a different episode if they went right from season to season. So, yeah, maybe. I think you're yeah. I think you're completely correct. Um and then they yeah, I think they could have done the reveal of well, Stan revealing to the kids that he knew everything. He kind of just does an exposition dump. Yeah. Um and it's not yeah. super creative. Um, but it does, it does change. Yeah. Yeah, It would have been way more creative if he had a clock pun in there. Yep. Yep. It's about time you kids knew. Uh, Oh, there we go. There it is. Oh, here. I'm going to chime in for a second and tell you something. Oh, man. Keeping this inside me is really driving me cuckoo. Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. That was a grandfather clock. It's different. It could have had a, a, a cuckoo that comes no, out. No, no, it couldn't have. It's a grandfather clock. It's not a cuckoo <laughs> clock. Learn your clocks. Yeah. This Before is clock there's science. more time left to learn. This is clock oh science with gosh. time sauce? Tea sauce? Time sauce, wrinkle man. <laughs> and red scarf watch hands. And the protagonist. <laughs> ah. Ooh. That's a good s- superhero name. Yeah, the protagonist. That's, that's a terrible here superhero name. <laughs> the center of attention. Oh my gosh. Uh, was anyone the center of attention in this episode? Nope. Yeah, I was going to bring that up because no. Nope, everybody has a plot line. Normally there is a meaningful A plot and a fun B plot. And it's wonderful. Yep. Um, if we go, what was the last episode, last season, we had Gideon. I don't think we had yep. a huge B plot. In the, I guess Stan no, was kind of the B plot, it was, and it wasn't it great, was but a continued it was a finale, and it was a continuation. But if we go, go back to even, like, Gobblewonker, you have, not a good episode, but you have <laughs> Dipper and Mabel and Seuss doing their A plot, like, running away from the Gobblewonker, and then you have Stan just, like, harassing everyone in yes. the lake, and it's fun, and you know he's not the main character, but he still gets some actually really meaningful character development that even though that was a terrible episode you feel feels in this episode there aren't any feels that you feel um if it feels like they were trying to push for that a little bit with mabel um and then a little bit with the conflict between uh dipper and stan and stan being like dang he's just like me and that that almost hit home but they hadn't developed it quite enough and they didn't push it any further it didn't affect anything 
going on from there. Like, yeah, he, so yeah, so go. I would like to note that uh, that scene, that little bit of dialogue, self-dialogue. Um, what do you call that monologue? Yeah, that. Um, no, I call it little dialogue. Little little log. Little self dialogue. Um, little log's called a stick. Uh. Um, that Grunkle Stan has with himself is I I, I took note of it because mm-hmm. he's like stubborn just like I was and at that point he's working on the Stargate for lack of a better term yeah um so that kind of makes you think that he messed something up because of his stubbornness oh. and like he's trying to to fix it or set things right because it I I'm thinking I do know a little bit of the future but not the whole everything but it seems like if that comment is being made as he's working on the stargate it's there's a connection it, there's a connection yeah it's put there for a huh. purpose i would definitely say in fact i definitely did say you did yeah. and i was there i'll sign any legal documents saying that you did <laughs> forward them to me by 6 p.m tonight and I'll have them scanned it, it by the secret is government agency. Past six p.m. Well, you uh, have I, failed. I, I would also totally like to um, headcanon that the secret government agency is not the secret government agency. In fact, it is the vague yet menacing government uh, agency. Nice. I would one hundred percent. Nice. They are good, the same. Good tie-in. To what? I wonder. You'll never know. Oh boy! Look up vague yet menacing government agency and don't do it. They're gonna no. come for you. They're gonna know where you live and who you are and who you love, and they will use that information to. I don't know. If you're That's lucky, the, worst the ghosts part. will get you first. Um. So, Pizza Guy's got an official name. His name's Pizza Guy. Yeah, boy. Um. Stan should have worn pants to that occasion. Is Nick um, Hofferman a robot? Nick Hofferman might be a robot. He has armor plating on. He also crushed a zombie's skull with he his He did bare crush hand. with a big old a rock. Skull. Big old Is rock. Nick no, Hofferman. He, he crushes it with a, a, his hand at the end. A robo agent. Pulls no, it, it, fa- it falls to I mean, dust. He he vaporizes crushed. it with his hand. I think it actually just falls to dust. Or this is actually well, when it's like happening. It was zombie's time to die. Oh, that's true. That's just the, the Thanos snap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then just took out that one Only zombie. Only the zombies got thanos That's sad. I don't feel so yeah. good, Mr. Offerman. Half of the undead died. <laughs> too many undead. And yeah. so Too many dang undead on this dang planet. <laughs> so we're left with... more evidence that like Grunkle Stan is, in fact, Samuel Jackson. Please yeah. stop with your negatory... Additionally, uh, Grunkle Stan has a eye patch. So, uh, Grunkle Stan, Samuel Jackson, canon. Yep, 100%. That well, when they do the live what action you version, mean, Grunkle Stan, yeah, yeah, Nick true. Fury. Nope, it's not nah. what I mean. That's not what he means at all. Okay. So we're left at the end of all things with this episode. Oh gosh, that. Are we at the edge of the universe? Uh, what did you just say? No, I hope so. At, this yes. the end of all things. Oh, with, oh! Can mm-hmm. we talk animation? I have we a couple notes animation. about like animation specifics. Yeah. Unless you really want to jump into the end no. of all things, there, there were a few okay, times okay. where quality dropped. It yes. seemed the lines um, got really thick. Okay, but do you know why? Why? Because zombie fight scene. Yeah, that's hard yeah, to animate. That's You're true. animating like oh, that's probably why there's nobody else there. You're animating like forty that's true. plus zombies. That's really true. 
Then again, though, they like, had a year and a half to animate. Disney oh my budget. gosh. Yeah, I guess budgets are important, but they did have a year and a half to make this episode. And only two weeks to make the next I one. Say yeah. they had a year and a half. <laughs> no, I don't think so at all. They probably didn't have it written up until yeah. however long before. Um, 6 p.m. Because stuff tonight. takes time. 6 p.m. yesternight. So. <sighs> Anything else you guys want to talk about? Yeah, I actually do have specific animation things. Okay. Um, uh, Nick Offerman's eyes, Agent Powers. Yeah. They were a little off in a weird way in the very first scene as he walks in the door to the mystery shack. I don't exactly know how to explain it, but like the pupils were not in the right spot. It was was a little unsettling for me. There's another point Um, for Offerbot. Oh, dang, that's a good name. Wow. It's like a Terminator. Nice. Offerbot. I don't know, Offerbot or Powerbot? Offerbot. I think Offerbot. Okay, nice. I like it. Um, <laughs> however, a good point was when Dipper uh, gets on the phone with the with Offerbot, um, he twirls the telephone cord around his finger yeah and i just absolutely loved that little note yeah of like he's nervous so it's almost the same nervousness as like talking to a girl that you have a crush on <laughs> when you would call from the house phone and whatever um the what? and like twirl twirl the coat the cord around your so back in the day trevor <laughs> there were these electronic conductive materials called you telegraphs put them in some rubber mm-hmm. then you 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 twirl. So the... I really liked that. Uh, yeah, that's that true. Part right there, because it was a little thing that didn't need to be there, but when it was added, it added to the scene and made you understand Dipper's emotions at that moment much better than if that was not in the scene. Hmm. Yeah. No, that that's completely true. Um, any other things, animation wise? But I think that was a, a really good. Use of animation. My words are running out. I've been talking a lot this episode, and I'm I running low on word reserves. Yeah, you've been awake for, like for 65 hours? I work hours since now? 6 p.m. I worked for like 10 of them. So oh. I'm sleepy. But you work you with coffee, so. Oh, no, I told the ghosts. Time. Oh, they, we already, they already knew. Oh. Yeah, okay, now good. I'm going to get de-doxed. <laughs> De-doxed? <laughs> undocumented? Yeah, de-doxed? Whatever they do with you. No, no, they're going to deport you if you oh, get undocumented. Oh, no, they're going to shut off my internet. Oh. I don't understand that connection. Fading I loved Grenda's entrance. Obscuring. Yes, However, that's right. Yeah, that was fantastic. But then it kind of got into nothing when yeah. all the secondary characters left. And I think that's what hurt the most, the... Uh, Grenda oh, the fact and Candy Grenda not sticking like around. Yeah. Yep. Because like, they're the two that you would think to stick around more than anyone else, but they didn't. Yep. Yeah. It was never intended to be anything more than a Pines family thing, and it works well. Yeah. It's just a Pines family thing. Yeah, but they spent, again, they spent way too much time on secondary characters that weren't ever going to amount to anything. And if they had done any sort of character development, just kidding, never mind. They named Pizza Guy. It was completely worth it worth a plus plus 100 of lore has been revealed the dark lore from <laughs> before the beginning stop of time at this episode and be perfectly fine okay okay yeah life. here's 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 the, the other combo because because we talked about um uh thompson and sandra jimenez thompson, thompson, um, 
What if instead of Candy jumping into the backpack, Gorney gets in <gasps> Grenda's backpack and oh, they that's go right. off? We saw Gorney. Like, there's again. another I great mean, pair. Who is still right in there. shock? Oh, that'll be a fantastic that was my para. favorite part of the episode. He's just standing <laughs> He's there. He's just broken. <laughs> he can't move. Oh, yeah. that poor child. Uh, he's been traumatized. I miss Summer Goiny. Is he still? Is he still? In jail? Oh, that's right. Is he's he still, still in the pool. In Summerdale. Yeah, he's still. He's there until next year. Yeah. Oh. Next summer, at least. Yep. Next Fourth of July. Yep. Next season. I'll see him then. He might uh, be an immortal. Too, because he survived the whole winter there. Like there was Maybe snow coming he's down. He's a robot. And there was <gasps> iced. Is he just a stalker robot? Is he Robo Gorney? Whoa, he is Robo Gorney. There we go. <laughs> oh, gosh. So many deep lores revealed this episode. Yeah. So. Those are all gone. So yeah, they they never they don't go fall. I you've convinced me. I think it's a B minus episode. I wish it was just yeah. a B. It was, but they didn't do anything great because uh, again like you said uh-huh. they just reestablished the status quo so even though stan revealed like um I, I know about some magic stuff and i've known the whole time there's still the magic stuff he's keeping secret and dipper still is going to go out and do adventures without telling him so nothing's changed whatsoever in their relationship or in the way that the show is going to function so it's yeah. almost a red herring of like things are changing, new season, new way that we're going to be doing stuff. New season, new me. Because it's there. Dipper's going to be going on the exact same sort of adventures. This time, I guess he's hiding from Uncle Stan, but he never really ran into him. He would sometimes try to convince him, so he won't be trying to convince Stan anymore. He'll just be hiding from him. But that's the only difference. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. And I kind of doubt they're going to commit to that for very long. Um, one one thing, though, is that the next episode is... Um, ve- I'm very excited for the next episode. The next episode is more terrifying than Summerween. Um, has what? better character development than... Uh, I think just about anything. Any other episode that we've had so far. Um, maybe. I'm probably forgetting one. But I'm incredibly excited do we have a favorite joke other than uh can i get a kiss <laughs> favorite jokes favorite okay, jokes besides can i get a kiss and gorny i i really liked um you say i say kiri you say okie <laughs> kiri kiri ah we're all gonna Kiri. die no that's the other one yeah, oh yeah, sorry. There, there. Maybe Mabel, Mabel, Mabel you said. Girl, like a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. No. And that was a good payoff. That was a good one-off yes. that became a payoff. Yes, yes, yes. So that that is one good thing. Um, that's a very Gravity Falls esque one-offs that become payoffs. Yep. And they did. A great I'm job. really glad I just coined that. Yeah. Ugh. One-off payoff. Yeah. And I guess with that, I'm talking the, slowly. Your favorite joke? Oh, my favorite joke was a kiss, I think. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Wait. Either that or probably should have worn pants. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really tough between the two. So, yeah. With that. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. My favorite joke? Okay. What was your favorite Come on! Joke? Goodness gracious. I thought you said it. What, what? What did you think that you thought I said? Um, oh, the one-off that became the payoff? Yeah. 
No, no, that was just that was just a Gravity oh, Falls esque thing that okay. that I wanted to bring up to, sure. to give a extra to this episode. Though I still do bring it down to a B minus because it's not really notable for any much reason. Yeah. Also, it's maybe I'll okay. My favorite, <laughs> not quite a joke. Okay. Um, but part of it was Lord Mystery Ham. Toppings involved. Yes. He steals. Any scene he's in, it's phenomenal. Yep. For example, chewing the microphone cord. I wonder if it's all from the perspective of Waddles. Like the theory that Star Wars is from the perspective of R2. Hmm. That makes no sense. R2 wasn't there for a lot of what's in Star Wars. Yeah, don't don't think about it. Or was he? Also, Waddles wasn't. You can't have from the perspective of someone (laughs) and then follow around a character alone. (laughs) The other character is notably doing something else. We really need to watch those shorts because there's one that reveals. I don't want to watch my shorts. (laughs) Then you don't have to. Dirty shorts. Dirty shorts. But I really hope you do before next episode. You say shorts. Dirty. 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 Hey, what time is it? Uh, Time to get some hands. (laughs) Time to bring this one. It wasn't a wonderful episode. I'm sorry. We're sad. To a close. But this episode of Tad Strange has been wonderful because we got to spend it with each other and with our lovely listeners. So thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, We have social media. Look up Tad Strange podcast. You'll probably find it. And subscribe on your beautiful podcatcher or podcasting other such device. I, I hang that above my bed. It, it catches all the good podcasts, so I hear them when I'm sleeping. Oh, I hate you. And we will see you guys in oh, the Oh, what's our email? What's our email? Tad Strange, the Tad Strange Cad Pad Pass at the G Hot Mail Cities dot esports You got it. Every episode. Mess up the intro, mess up the email. Imagine both of them this episode. Why am I even here? It's time to get a wash. That's what time is. Thanks for listening, and we'll we'll see you guys next time. Outro music, outro music. I say outro, you say music, outro. (laughs) Outro. Oh.